This is Shooks and Gif, Season 2, Episode 3. In this episode, we talk about a couple of ways to help you tell your accounts apart in Chrome. A tip and an extension to help you queue up YouTube excerpts quickly. Another mindfulness tool. A fast way to make infographics in Google Slides. And a nifty math resource. Welcome to Shooks and Gif, the podcast where we share edtech treasures we love. Each week, we'll share a tool, podcast, tip, or trick with you, our listeners. We are your hosts, Kim Polishuk and Jen Giffen. Let's give it a go. Hey, Kim. Hey, Jen. Do you know what Beethoven's favorite fruit is? No, what's Beethoven's favorite fruit? Bananas. <laughs> My kids just watched Beethoven for the first time this weekend. They loved oh, it. Oh, that's a good one. My kids watch Benji. No way. Dog, dog movie it was weekend. A dog weekend. There you go. It's been a while. Two weeks is hard. This I I I, I miss not, you. I appreciate. I miss you too. I I appreciate the the time because mm -hmm. it, um it's hard to get this in every week. Yeah. Like today we are really squeezed this in. We really are. Um, but I do. I miss I miss the every banter. week. I know. We need we need that time turner that Hermione Granger had in um. The Prisoner of Azkaban, the third Harry Potter, where she could like rewind and then go back and remember. That would be helpful. It would be really helpful on so many levels. Anyway, um, happy International Podcast Day. I saw that. Mm -hmm. so. Did you happen to see our picture, our heads floating in the partial credit? Um, no. Beatles. Oh, what's the what's the picture from the Beatles with all Sergeant Pepper? Sergeant Pepper. So Donnie, uh, Jeff, and Jesse no have been putting their faces on all these. Yeah, I, I saw that. Like so they three did, men and a they baby. They did the and... giant Sergeant Pepper's picture, yeah. and everybody's faces on there, and, and they put our faces in there. Oh, get out! They're the cutest. It's Thanks, really guys. Fun. If you guys aren't listening, we gave a shout out last uh, last episode to partial credit. They talk about education, but not from a a traditional lens. Their, their last one was if you had a walkout song for oh. like going into your class, like a wrestler or like a, a relief pitcher. Oh, I was I was giggling like crazy. And then Jesse, thanks a lot, Jesse, for getting me totally hooked on a, a new show on Netflix, which you know I'm not a huge TV watcher. I know. And, but when I start, it's like game over. Anyway, yeah, it's called um, American uh, Vandal. It's quite funny. It's a mockumentary. All right, what do you got? Okay, first thing I have, is an itty bitty shooky giffy. <laughs> and I have it because of a tweet that you put out. So Chrome has rebranded, or not rebranded, has like relaunched as a new interface. And people are complaining because in the top right corner it used to be Are you gonna tell them how to fix this? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a workaround. It's not a fix. Oh, I have a fix. Oh, okay. You go first. Okay. So um normally in the top right corner it used to be your name. Yes. Now in the top right Which corner. I really, really missed. I, I liked it too because I had one that said like Jen Gaps, because that's our Gaps yeah, is our ED yeah. domain. And then I had another one that said virtual GIF, and that was my Gmail. So, but I, I didn't even really notice that that had gone because of what I'd already had in place. So I use Chrome themes. Okay. And I'll link to it just at the Chrome web store. And as you can see, if I go into my one that's our yeah. education domain, at the top it's red because oh. our district is red. And if I go into my Gmail, it's orange because my favorite color is orange because my hair is orange, but everyone has to call it red because it's rude to call a ginger's hair orange. But 
at any rate. Um, so I know just by looking at what one I'm in, and I've actually I have all of my kids. So this is so you don't cross contaminate your. You know, sometimes you try to log in. It's like, oh, you don't yeah. have access. And you're like, but I own it. And it's because you've cross-contaminated Chrome accounts. Yes. If I actually click I now. I like that you call it cross-contamination. It is total cross-contamination. If I log into any of my kids' accounts, so here's my oldest son, Bennett. You set themes on them, too. On each of them, these are their favorite colors. They know if they're using my computer, which normally they're not. They're on a Chromebook. But it's a really good way, really visually, if you have multiple people on a computer, set a theme. And you, it doesn't even have to be a color. Um, they have patterns. They have, like, So, hold Star on. So, Wars. can I just set that top? that top tab row as a color. I don't have to like make the whole page. No, some of the themes are just color themes. So okay. when you look at, you know, this for me, all this account, it's only the um, bar, the at, bar the at the top is red. Okay. If you look at this one, only the bar at the top is I really orange. do like that workaround because the solution that I'm going to give or the workaround that I'm going to give is, I don't want to say sketchy, but it's experimental. I'll say okay. it's experimental. Yeah, no, mine's just, it's color. And I, I work really well. Like I'm that. very visual. So that would actually work for me. I might switch back to that. So there you go. So just look up, go to the Chrome Web Store and type in themes. And there's tons. They have some that are really simple. They have some that are just color. They have some that are complex and pretty. That's great. Um, yeah, for any Wired DSB people listening, you can even do that on um, your uh, OWA, your Outlook. For um, your online email, you can actually change the themes in there if you go into settings too. So it's not, I don't even remember what the, I think it's blue. I have yeah. mine as like a fall scene because I like nice. fall colors. So my itty bitty shooky giffy. Itty shooky giffy. And I think I have two. Well, sorry. Stop the presses. Sorry. Well, I wasn't planning on doing this one. I forgot. All right. So uh, along the same lines as Jen was just talking about how they took away the ability to have the words at the top. I wanted the words at the top. I, okay. I have one that says personal work. I have one that says wired ESB. I have one that says um, a tech team. I have all my different names at the top. Um, if you visit Chrome colon forward slash forward slash flags. Okay. You will be, oh. you will be directed to a Chrome page that's called experiments. And it literally has a red warning at the top experimental features ahead. And I knew about this years ago. I think Scott Monaghan um, showed this to me and I completely forgot about and it. Scott somebody... Monaghan is a, uh, a Google innovator who works in York region with us. He's phenomenal. Amazing. He taught me everything I know. <laughs> Mr. Monaghan, if you are listening, everything. I would not be here if not for him. Um, it says experimental features ahead and to me, so are these kind of like, you know, in Gmail, they have the labs? I think so, but okay. I don't feel confident saying I'm sure, but I okay. think that's what it is. If you scroll down and find, I think it's called UI layout for the browser's top Chrome. I'll say that again. UI layout for the browser's top Chrome. If you do like a command find for that, command F. If you change that to normal, so there's a drop down menu on the side of that option. It says default, normal, hybrid, bunch of other options. If you change it to normal, your top bar in the Chrome browser will turn back to what it was in the previous version of Chrome. Oh, okay. I don't know I don't try what it causes. I have not right. had a problem. Okay. I have not had a yeah, problem since. Yours? Yeah, you do. You it still have your looks name exactly the same as it did, but it's still the most up-to-date Chrome browser. I think. So if anybody out there knows a little bit more about the Chrome Flags experimental page, could you please let us know if I'm if I'm directing people to trouble or if this is actually a good solution? <laughs> um, if you're nervous, definitely go Jen's route. The themes is for sure safe. Yeah. Um, but if you're willing to try an experiment, give it a try. So that's my itty-bitty, shooky-giffy solution to the, crop, the top of the Chrome browser. I like it. I like it. 
Can I give you my other itty bitty shooky giphy? Of course you can. Okay, so this you is... can give me anything you want. Okay. So... Including all the books at that massive sale. Can we just have a little sidebar about the number of shoes you try to sell in a garage? <laughs> I showed my friends this weekend. Kim had a garage sale, and we have a Marco Polo group with Sandra Chow and Sylvia Duckworth and the two of us. And Tracy. And Tracy uh, Holzer. And she's like, oh, I have things. And she goes to shoes. And I showed the, my friends that I was with, and she's like, oh, is that like everyone on the street's shoes? And I was like, no, I think it's just theirs. That was insane. We had a lot of shoes. Well, we also had some shoes donated to us from, from some family. From like a small country? <laughs> There's a lot of shoes. It's a lot. But we also had have a you, lot of books. Have you never thrown out shoes before? Never. Oh, that's why. Okay. Because, yeah, we constantly. No. You have a lot of books. I know. I want to come over. I want to come yeah, over and, and we look. have a lot of books. So if you happen to live in the area and you know me personally, <laughs> give me a call. <laughs> Kim's address is... There, okay. Um, but yeah, come by because um, I'm. we're going to do it again next Sunday and I really would love all the books to go to a wonderful home. So, Casa, the Giffen Estates. That's there's awesome. a lot of books. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Back to Bitty Bitty. We're back to Ed Tech. Do you recall last week when I put out on Twitter, um, Jen, don't read this article? Yeah, because I, 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 before we started recording, I told you I have been... Avoiding all articles, I'll open it and be like, oh, shoot, was this the one I shouldn't read? So I just stopped reading. It was amazing. I think I even tweeted, I can't believe you said yes. Yeah. I know. I do as I'm told, Kim, I, especially with people I admire. Okay, so this is what I found out. I'm going to go to YouTube. Um, I learned that while you are watching a YouTube video, if you press the number two, it will jump to 20% into the video. If you press the number six, it jumps 60% into the video. If you press the number five... It will jump to 50% into the video. What? Yeah! Isn't that cool? I don't know why I find that super cool, but I didn't know that. So, I'll show you again. Two. Look, it dropped 20% into the video. Seven. 70% into the video. Is that Kristen Bell? It is. I love her. The good place. Wow! Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. <laughs> if you're listening... I'm a huge fan of Veronica Mars. Oh god. Huge Veronica Mars fan. I was I'm even I'm even comfortable admitting that I was one of the people who backed the movie on the uh, Kickstarter. Nice. Okay. Oh, that is a really neat that, little that's thing. A little... Like if you yeah, because I, I often use the arrow keys to go ahead and to go yeah. back to just like speed up like yeah. 10 seconds or whatever. But if you it is. want it to jump, yeah. you can use your Okay, your so this is a really cool segue into what I'm about to show you. Okay, go ahead. So I have a Chrome extension, which we love, called Bookmark It. And oh, it's, okay. a, it's a Chrome extension that is only, as far as I can tell, used on YouTube. So I have a little demo site here. I'm going to go to YouTube and I have a video from YouTube uh, that you'll recognize. Oh my God. <laughs> this is, this is ISTE 2017. 2017. Where we, Kimberly. Yeah, where we were um, Not recruited me. to do some dancing for Sylvia Duckworth's Demo Slam. That was before we were in retirement. Yes, we were uh, not retired. Our Demo Slam dancing retirement. But notice, on my screen, yeah. it shows the video, but on the timeline, there's two little blue dots. I see that. So if I actually go over one of those blue dots and click it, it says, hey, this is the moment we took it to the embarrassing level. Oh, my gosh. Wait. If I go to the next blue dot, it's this is the earworm. So I can't click them and go. Actually, it won't take the timeline there. It won't take you there. to there. But, but it'll show you. annotating it. It annotates. So if, if you don't want to show a whole point, if you only want to show, like, 
let's say you have a 20 minute long video, but you only want to show three minutes, you can annotate every time you go back to that site. Because it's attached to your Chrome account? Exactly. Every time you go back, it goes. So now I just I have to drag the, the red circle that shows you where you are in time in the YouTube video. Yes. Over right on top of that. And sure enough. And then the earworm. Come and get your pro. See? And so I thought that this was a really interesting great. Um, use of uh, YouTube because yeah. often if I've, if I've embedded something into a slide deck, I can already start it, but I might have to then embed that video three times if I have three different start points. Yeah, but I really yeah. like, I love that I can have these little blue dots that show me where I have any kind of annotation and I can type in as much as I want. So if I wanted to add another one, you go over, you put your cursor where you want and you push B and notice it comes up a little bookmark. You can type in as much as you want hit enter that's amazing can mm. you delete them you can, can. so again if you go over that little blue dot and click oh, it trash can and there's a little trash can and they're gone that's people cheering that was that's yeah. really cool so, you know what it reminds me of and i can't remember if we did this last year or not video notes did we talk we about did we, we did, did. remember notes? i found it and you're like you knew what it was yes, 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 brian yes. ham um at yes. the ontario summit last year yeah so it's called bookmark it it is an extension for chrome when i went to just google it I found it difficult to find. I'd actually heard about it in the summer, had it in my list, and then it came back oh. um, uh, over the weekend. Okay. And I thought, you know what? This is the universe telling me. So bookmark it. The links are in our show notes, which are at bit.ly slash shooks and gif. Okay. Last week, we talked about your the Calm uh, yes. website. Oh. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And I promised that this week I would share uh, a resource that Adi Aaron out in Vancouver has created. It was her uh, Google Innovator project. She created a website called the Emotive Web. So it's Emotive Web, E-M-O-T-I-V-E-W-E-B dot C-A, emotiveweb.ca. This is a great website filled with resources that teachers can use in the classroom to work with their students on mental health and wellness, but not just with students. It's a resource for parents as well. If I click on start here, it breaks down the exploration into mental health and wellness into six categories, time, addiction, digital me, privacy, cost, and screens. Wow. And now if I click She's on- She's worked hard on this. She really did. And it's actually quite beautiful. The graphic yeah. design of it is really nice. If I, I click on privacy. I did addiction. That's what I need. I'm going to click on privacy. She's got a blurb at the top, and then she has a list of resources that fall underneath it. Mm -hmm. And if you scroll past her blurb, she has questions to consider. So, for example, I'm in the oh yeah me privacy section. It mm. she has a bunch of questions to consider. What is the cost for you to be online? Emotional cost, financial cost, yeah. time cost. Would you try to disconnect for a period of time? Have you noticed an increase in the time that you spend online? I think I went into the time, not mm -hmm. privacy. Um, anyways, I found it to be a really helpful resource to get started. Yeah, and she's linked a whole bunch of like podcast yes, episodes here, multimedia TED videos. resources. So you can just dive in. So if you're talking digital citizenship, if you're talking well-being, um, if you're talking, yeah, this is really yeah. robust. And then if you go to the last page on reflection activities. Yeah. She's got something she calls an idea sprint and a question sprint. She explains what they are. And then she's got some samples because she's actually done these activities with students. It's phenomenal. And she's included those work oh, samples. Yeah. She has like little brainstorm images. So Adi, thank you so much for putting this together. Your Innovator Project, I hope, will be spread wide and 
become a useful resource yeah. for educators. Look it up because I, I think even just looking in Ontario anyway at like the media studies strand, there's a lot in here that it could it could help flesh out. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's got a recommendations page where she pulls sort of cross-referenced all the resources that, oh, all the resources books. that she has on each individual theme is cross-referenced. So if you want books, picture wow. books, websites, I love the picture books. Take a look at the picture. Yeah, books. it's a book. I love it. It's a book by Lane Smith. It's one of my favorite. Now, she has little icons here, like a heart, a star, and a unicorn. So those reference on the very first page, it's parents, educators, and youth. Got it. So it's all thematically cross-referenced. She's really worked oh, hard yeah. on it. Yeah, it, it looks awesome. Well Great done, Adi. Well done. Check it out, friends. Okay, your turn. Okay, you saw this online, but I, I can't not. I'm, I imagine a lot of our listeners will have seen it as well. But Matt Miller, last week or the week before, released something called the Icon Board. And I like to refer to it. Oh, I loved right? this. I like to refer I to loved it this. as um, like infographics for beginners. As he says in his blog, sometimes you go to make an infographic, and he, he links actually in the blog a time-lapse video of him creating one. It's, it's quite fascinating. I, I watched it all, Matt. Um, and what he's done is he's gone into Google Slides and made a slide, either a blank slide or a slide with sort of graphically organized already. So one's a map, one's frames. And then around the edge, he has taken images from the Noun Project, which we talked about the last episode. Yep. And... The idea behind it is you can have students show their work visually. And I love this for no other reason than for the people who say, I'd really love to sketch note. I'd really like images in what I'm doing. And as a sketch noter myself, I say, you can, you can draw, but they just, they're too scared. Yep. I'm like, well, then here's your starting point. You can just drag in and it allows you to digital, digitally sketch note without having the art with just the clip art in there already for you. And you can like run off to the races. And I, I wanna, think it's so phenomenal. I want to highlight the the strategy that he's using here, which is one that I learned years ago from Julie Millen. Uh, yeah. She works in the Toronto District School Board. Um, the concept of using the gray space in slides. Yes. You're not limited to the white space in a Google slide. That gray space yeah. is valuable real estate where you can keep like Matt does here, all these icons yeah. or shapes or, or pictures of money, pictures of what shapes. What Kim means by the gray space is when you look at a slide, there's that white box that's the, the slide middle. that would show when you're presenting, but then there's the, all the border area yes. around that. That's the gray space. Use that space to have manipulatives. And we, we don't. Where often if you were putting a, a comment on a slide, it would show up there, but why not actually drag things out there that you can because use? Because slides are more than just a presentation tool. Yes. This is... This is Using slides through the lens yeah. of um, a tool that you can work with Absolutely. for learning, not necessarily just yeah. for presentation. Casey Bell says it all the time. It's yep. the Swiss Army knife of, of, G of, tools. of G Suite tools. And she's right. It's yeah. thanks, thanks for that um, analogy, Casey. It's a really great one. So if you haven't um, seen it, you can either just... If you Google uh, Matt Miller icon boards, you'll find it. It's in our show notes. I don't know if we can really do it justice just speaking about it, but diving into that, if you really want that dual coding of putting ideas in with pictures, he has he has hit the nail on the head. And he has one. lots of samples there, doesn't he? Has, he? Yeah, he has a lot of templates. That's um, what I meant. Yeah, templates, yeah. which is great. Great to get you started. And then ideas to, to actually get it to where you might use it. Um, I have more to share, but I'm not, I will only share one more. Okay. I will save the other one I was going to share for next week. Two weeks. 
Two weeks. My goodness gracious. Maybe we'll throw in like a little like, oh, surprise, we're here this week. I don't know. We'll see. I know. Okay, so just one more. And this was only because I put my finger on my nose faster than you could. Oh, I know you're talking. <laughs> okay, so last week or two weeks ago, we were so fortunate. Um, John McGowan. We love John McGowan. We love John McGowan. John McGowan. We love you. You know why I love him? <laughs> He calls me Shooks. Yeah, he calls me He Shooks. actually calls me Shooks. And we love him because he's an educator who wants student voice to be heard. Yes. And he's so responsive to the needs of students to make math meaningful for them with Equatio. He is like second to none. That company, Texthelp in, in general, like, yes. I, yeah, I can't say enough. So John McGowan works for Texthelp now, and he is one of the primary designers of the Equatio extension, uh, which is is transformative for assistive technology oh, and mathematics. It's huge. Elementary and secondary. Yeah. When he was in our district a little while ago, he was giving us a, a tutorial on Equatio, and he, in passing, said this website that both Jen and I, our eyes lit up, yeah. and we're like, what? I didn't know this existed, and I looked at her so fast, and I just put my finger on my nose, and I'm like, it's fine, and she gave me such a dirty look. Like I'm giving her right now. Okay, so if you visit www.visualpatterns.org, you will see hundreds of visual patterns that, <laughs> Imagine you can, that. <laughs> shocking, that you can just copy and paste and use in a math classroom uh, when you're looking at patterning. And it's just a, just a tiny little math resource, but it's a gold mine of finding those images of patterns. Yeah, and, and think of the time that we invest to create either a handout that we need students to have that visual thing, whether it be an assessment of some sort, um, whether you're you're doing vertical spacing. Yeah, there's just, there's so much time invested to make that look right. That And they're there. Yeah, they're just there. copy the image, paste it. Um, anyways, I just thought it was a neat little, a neat little find. So thanks, John, for sharing that. And thanks, Jen, for letting me put my finger on my nose first. You're welcome. That's it for this week. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you think others might enjoy some of this learning, please give us a rating. Show notes for this and all episodes can be found at bit.ly forward slash shooks and gif. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash S-H-U-K-E-S and G-I-F-F. As always, we would love to hear your ahas on the Anchor app. Or by tweeting at us using the hashtag shooks and gif sending us an email, or talking to us in real life. I'm Kim Polishuk, and I can be found on Twitter at Kim Polishuk. And I'm Jen Giffen, and I can be found at Virtual GIF with two Fs. Thanks for listening to Shooks and GIF. And as always, have an aha, give it a go. Shooks and GIF is a proud member of Voice Ed Radio. Your voice is right here. For more great content, go to voiceed.ca. Welcome to Shooks and Gif, episode no. <laughs> episode no? No. Nope, nope. We're not doing it. This episode is not happening. Is Peace that <laughs> Episode no. Along the same lines as Jen was just talking about how they took away the ability to have the words at the top. Oh, see? There. Sidetrack. Tangent. <laughs> Jen, Jen just found the tweet from Partial Credit. See? Our faces are yeah. right on the side there, hanging out the side. Right beside Trevor McKenzie. Look at Dan Sharp. He has no neck. Oh, Dan Sharp does have no neck. What's wrong? <laughs> it's so funny. He's my favorite on there. That's okay. Funny. Back to work. Hey. PW. What? He's there. Paul West is there. Yep. We talk about him a lot. And you're... Okay. This could take forever. Okay. Sorry. The yeah. Okay. Good. There's Lisa Heifel. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Another mindfulness tool a fast way to make infographics in Google Slides, and a nifty math resource.
Yep, I said nifty. You did say nifty. Nifty's a good word, though. Why don't we call it something about nifty? <laughs>